0: Good morning, good morning everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am so excited today because we're going to be talking about one of the most popular social media platforms that... I don't use I know this is just like gasp time. But you know, I'll go into my reasons for not using it. But it is a tool that is so very important. And millions of people use it every day. So I am so excited that we're going to be talking with an expert in Instagram. And that's Kelly Kelly. Hey, Deb, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. And before we go any further, let me tell people just a little bit about you. Awesome. So, a Los Angeles native, Kelly Kelly began her public relations career at Walmart's Faded Glory in New York. During her time with the mega brand, she worked with national publications, including Lucky, Marie Claire, and Elle, to gain media placement and increase brand awareness. In 2010, After nearly a decade of experience in various sectors of the fashion industry, Kelly decided to bring all of her talents under one umbrella, launching Kelly Brand Communications, which was formerly known as Kelly Flournoy PR. Kelly Brand Communications is a creative communications firm focused on fully integrated marketing strategies designed to connect, inspire, and engage. So again, Kelly, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. This is going to be so great, and, and, you know, I'm guessing that people's first question anytime they meet you is, Kelly Kelly? Really? You have the same first and last name?
1: Yes, <laughs> it is actually an automatic icebreaker, thanks to my handsome husband. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, I always wanted an interesting name, and so he thinks he's given me that gift. Um, Very cool. <laughs> So, yes, that is my my married name, and uh, it's K-E-L-L-I and then K-E-L-L-E-Y, so that's always fun at parties and things like that.
0: Great. Well, and, you know, it just goes to show that anytime time we're thinking about our personal branding, yep. um, you know, and, and which is something that I tell people, it doesn't matter if you're working in a grocery store, if you've got your own business, you know, if you are an employee at a big mega store or something like that or big mega company you are your brand. And it is something to always pay attention to.
1: Absolutely. And I I think within the last, you know, five to seven years with the growth of social media, it's really leveled the playing field and allowed Mm -hmm. everybody an opportunity to promote their brand, personal or professional.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think that's one thing, and, and I'll go off on my little tangent here, and then we'll jump back into what we want to talk about. And that's the fact that we do always have to be paying attention to our personal brand. Um, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, you see posts from people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or all those things where it's, it's a truly personal post. So they might be talking about politics. They might be talking about religion. They might be talking about a TV show that they watched. And that's great. You know, I'm, I'm never one to say don't do that. But sometimes people go a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because doing what I do, I have
1: my friends that consult me. They'll send me drafts of their post mm-hmm. oh, um, I love prior it. To, to putting it out. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, you know, I really don't think this is going to be good for your brand. And when I say mm-hmm. that, it, it could be whatever they do. They could be self-employed. Right. They could be working for someone else. And it usually revolves around politics or things like that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, their response is, well, this is my personal page. No, we are public now. So what you put out is a reflection of you. So you have to be very mindful Mm -hmm. not to just spew off whatever emotion you're feeling at the time.
0: Well, and I tell people, you know, it's still so important to be authentic to ourselves. You know, and and, but we also have to remember if we're going to post something that may be considered controversial or different, there could be ramifications. So it's okay to still post it. You know, I would never tell anybody not to post but they just have to realize, OK, you know, say I'm posting about politics. Well, you know, half of the people that that are out
1: there might not agree with. You. Absolutely. And that's that's a, that's a chance you take. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I especially doing what I do, I'm very mindful of what I put out. However, I do mm-hmm. not hesitate to express my opinion. It may be a carefully crafted opinion, mm-hmm. but it is my opinion. And if I choose to express it, I'm, I'm well aware of whatever the ramifications are. And I'm, I'm fine with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I do the same thing. I always think about how could somebody read it? How yes. could they read it if they look at it months, years from now? You know, and, and sometimes it's even how could people respond? You know, I've been known to put in my posts, I know you might disagree, but please be respectful. Oh, yes. I and, actually
1: had to do that. And You know, even in even and that's the big thing about social media. When I whenever I post, it's usually to create a dialogue. I have no Mm -hmm. issue talking with people that don't share the same views as I do, but I will put that disclaimer in there if I'm Mm -hmm. asking a question and I'll say I'm I'm really asking to create dialogue. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to be
0: disrespectful. Right, right. You know, and 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 that to me is. One of the best things about social media is to get other people's opinions and other people's views, you know, and in, in, you know, for, for a lot of people, we've lived in our own little bubbles. And so it's great to be able to say, okay, tell me about, you know, and, and, and get that information from them. Definitely.
1: Why, why, where does this feeling come from that you have? And I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. asking because I genuinely want to know. It's not right. a view that I share. So mm-hmm. I'd like your perspective on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Right. You know, and and obviously we're kind of talking about Facebook because that is where you have more of these dialogues and conversations that take place, especially on a personal nature. You know, if if I see something like that on LinkedIn, I'm kind of like, ooh, (laughs) hmm, yeah, maybe not so much. (laughs) Um, Now, obviously, it depends on what someone's product or service is. But, you know, what we want to talk about now, and I'm going to segue back into why we really have you here, is that visual part of social media and its Instagram. And I have to confess, I don't even have an Instagram account. How do you not have an Instagram? Account? I know, you know, and, and part of it is my understanding, and you know, this could be incorrect, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I think Instagram is a little bit more for, shall we say, a younger demographic, and you're definitely <laughs> the younger demographic. Um, and. And it really is, you know, there are only so many things that I can do in social media. And so I focus on Facebook and on LinkedIn. You know, I dabble on Twitter. You know, sometimes I do YouTube and, and Pinterest and things like that. But I've never, like I said, I don't, I do not, I honestly do not have even an Instagram account. So I really want to talk to you about what Instagram is. Sure. And why it's important for people to have an account there. And, and you know, it, it's funny. I saw something on Facebook yesterday where another one of my social media friends says, figure out where your customers are. Definitely, That's where you have to be. Definitely. You know, and so I want to know if I'm missing the boat or if my listeners are missing the boat by not being on Instagram. So first, Kelly, tell us what the heck is Instagram? Instagram can probably be best described as a social discovery platform.
1: Um, It's an opportunity to share visual photos, videos um, about your brand, your product, your service, or those of your clients. And that's something that you and I have in common because Mm -hmm. I have a public relations company. You do social media and and marketing Mm -hmm. and things like that. So as as a service provider, it can be a little difficult to figure out, well, what am I sharing? I don't have a product. Um, right. And it's really about in which we'll kind of break down some of the things, but just creating compelling content. You would be mm-hmm. surprised at how much brand awareness comes from just sharing things about your day to day, sharing things about your clients as it relates to what you and I do um, mm-hmm. that just reels people in. People want to see they want to be behind right. the scenes. We are long gone from flipping through a magazine, seeing a static image and falling in love with that brand or product. It doesn't work that way. They want to see you walk, talk, engage, move, what are your mannerisms? That draws people in. Um, mm-hmm. And when you give them a peek into the culture of your business, you you start to build that brand equity. They feel vested. They feel mm-hmm. curious. They want to know what's next. Um, so that's kind of the big picture of what Instagram is and and why it's important um, and I think, obviously, for more aesthetic brands, it's a it's a much more powerful platform. Right. Um, I have a lot of makeup artist friends, and I tell them, I say, if you're not on Instagram, you are missing the boat. Because mm-hmm. people want to see the demos and the how-tos and the colors and the, all that stuff. Um, but also for my friends that are service providers, there's also opportunity there as well. Um, one of the first points that I always talk to people about is the handle. Um, okay. That's kind of like your calling card. Um, okay. That should be short, easy to remember, and if possible, the same as your other social media handles. Okay. Um, so for us, Kellybrand.com, that's us across the board. That's us. Instagram, okay. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Google Plus,
0: all that. Mm-hmm. Well, and and it's funny because I've I've struggled with that one myself mm-hmm. because my name is my brand. Right. And when you know, for example, it, when I initially set up LinkedIn, my LinkedIn is Deborah Creer. Ah, uh, you know, and and then everything else I have is Deb Creer, and that was and the and my website is debcreer dot com because Deborah dot com is not available. Um, and and it was funny I contacted the person who has it because she used it for a fundraising page. Oh, for you know, like five, six years ago, at least, maybe even longer ago than that, and has never used it again. Oh boy! And I offered to buy it from her, and I got no. That was it. Just an email. It said no. You know, so I had <laughs> no explanation. Choose. I know, not. Gee, I'm going to do it again or anything like that. She just no, you know, and 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 she renews it. You know, I always check on all those things. But it, it kind of comes back to what we were talking to at the very start is that personal brand, right. because I was going to be the professional Deborah Creer, right? You <laughs> know, and of course I have to you have to put on the voice to do that. You know, so it's, <laughs> and and so then when I couldn't get that URL, I went with Deb Creer and i've always had that thought of you know should i change linkedin and and i actually could i could change my linkedin account deb career is is available and so it you know it may be something that i do at some point but you know it it you're so right you should be branded consistently Definitely. across everything so that if i think of Kelly brand communications, I can just figure it out wherever I am or Deb career or, you know, whatever your business is.
1: Definitely. I had an an incident with a client before and I advised them when they set up their accounts to make sure that their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram were the same. They were a beauty Mm -hmm. brand and we were in the process of gifting celebrities their product and, you know, in exchange for mm -hmm. mentions. Um, And we got one and this lady mentioned their brand On Instagram, And because you can share the post from Instagram to Twitter to Facebook without having to go to the separate ones, she used the the one handle that she knew. Well, the one handle was not the same for another platform. And so a different company got the plug. And it was a complete nightmare. And I said, Mm -hmm. this is why it needs to be the same, because this celebrity is not going to go through every single social media platform they have and do a separate post. Right. Um, so you want something from the You need to make it easy for them. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's a story I always tell people. It's very true. But it is something I always tell people as a cautionary tale. Um, if you can
0: make it all the same, make it easy because it's mm-hmm. all connected now. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's a celebrity endorsement sure. or the person down the street. If they have to hunt to find you, they Get don't. It. No. Yep. You know, and, and, and I've, I've shared this story more than once where we went to um, uh, one of the more well-known barbecue places here in Atlanta mm-hmm. and there was this little card on the table and it said, like us on Facebook for a free dessert. Wow, yeah, well, yeah you know, I'm all about free desserts. I couldn't find them. I looked on Facebook under a variety of, you know, obviously I looked for their name. I looked for variations of it, couldn't find it at all. Yes. Because it didn't say it on that card, it just said like us on Facebook. So I called the the uh, server over and I said, you know, hey, I'd like my free dessert. So what's the the Facebook page? And that person looked at me and went, I don't use Facebook, and walked off. And so not only did I not get my free dessert, I mean, you know, I'm like, ah, huh. I we had a great meal, and I would have been more than happy to have posted about it to my thousands of Facebook friends, but couldn't because I couldn't find exactly. Them. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's the, that's
1: probably the hardest lesson learned from my clients that I, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to tell them over and over. This is so important. What you, you live and breathe this brand. Your, your customer or your potential customer does not. You have Mm -hmm. mere moments to catch their attention. You have to make it easy for them. Mm -hmm. You can't have them guessing. That's not how it
0: works. Right, Right. Because they could guess wrong, you know, and and that's that would be the worst thing, like you said. Absolutely. It was the worst thing. It was a complete Mm -hmm. nightmare. Well, and I tell people, too, you know, maybe you work for big company A, Still, go ahead and claim your name on all of the sites sure. because you never know when you might be looking for another job or you know needing to brand yourself you know just because you don 't have a website now doesn 't mean that at some point you might not want to have a website, so claim your name and claim it as you know the same on everything Of course, it gets a little tricky for people when they have very common names yeah. you know sometimes they have to use a middle name, a middle initial, all those various things but It is something that I tell people, just go out there and do it. You know, it costs, good golly, it's down to what, like $4 in some cases to buy a URL? Oh, you know, I'm of the age where I remember when it was $75. And, you know, so there's no excuse for people to not have their own personal branding taken care of.
1: Definitely. And that's something that, you know, that's a service that we offer, too, on a a consulting basis is when people Mm -hmm. are trying to figure that part out. Well, my name is too common or the name that I wanted is taken. And, you know, I've heard it needs to all be the same. I don't I don't really know what to do. I don't know what's going to reflect. And we will work with them to kind of dissect their brand and figure out the best handle to use and and get it, get it right Mm -hmm. away.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, that brings us to a good point. Tell people how they find
1: you online. Absolutely. We are, our website is kellybrandcom.com. So that's K-E-L-L-E-Y-B-R-A-N-D-C-O-M-M.com. That's our website. And the website features our portfolio of clients we've worked with. Um, media placements. There's also an outline of services that we offer. Um, We do have a blog that we're currently revamping, but um, there is some good content on there. And also there is a form you can fill out to kind of give just a brief overview of what it is that you're looking for. Um, So that kind of expedites the process. On social media, we are KellyBrand.com across the board. Um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Google+.
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, let's get back to talking about Instagram. Sure. So, am I correct that Instagram always has to have either an image or a video?
1: For the most part, you. We're now getting into uh, this trend of people screenshotting notes that they've typed in the, okay. the standard note thing. For business, though, yes, video uh, or a photo. And that's something that I wanted to kind of expound on, the content. Okay. Um, I mean, first and foremost, the content needs to be compelling. Um, okay. You don't need a, a shot of your lunch every single day if it's this, if this is a business account or a personal mm-hmm. branding account. Um, some of the things that I found that gain a lot of attention is when you break news or you provide special previews on your oh. Instagram Um, Mm -hmm. So that could be new products or new services for you and I, client news. Did we just get a Mm -hmm. client featured in something? Um, Did we just get a really great interview? Um, You know, those type of things can be promoted. Also, exclusive content that can only be seen on your Instagram page is important. Uh, This gives people an added incentive to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, and we'll kind of get into later, you do have the option to share what you put on Instagram to Facebook and Twitter but mm-hmm. something should just be Instagram because otherwise right. people are, so why do I follow you on Instagram if you post mm-hmm. everything to every other channel? Right. Um, another thing about the content that you put on Instagram is should be authentic and transparent. Um, this is, again, this goes back to what we talked about in terms of building that brand awareness and giving people that inside peek. So mm-hmm. um, one of the cool things that my clients have done in the past and we've done is showcase some of the employees. You know, oh. a photo of Sarah in accounting with a clever caption or mm-hmm. the new intern with a brief description. Mm-hmm. Um, these things just kind of break down that barrier of we are a company and, you know, we run like a machine. It it provides this personal aspect that people relate to mm-hmm. um, and that keeps them coming back. Okay. Um, so those are some of the cool office culture is another one. Uh, you know, if you have a bring your pet to work day or a photo of everyone brainstorming, these types mm-hmm. of things create this picture of a real life company with real people, right. and those that's that,
0: that type of stuff excites people. Well, and it's also getting away from the, hey, I'm selling such and such, you know, and and because we hate that, you know, I'm not going to any social media site to be sold to, and I don't care if, if it's, you know, obviously a business page, I still want to see what's the company about, do they have Friday birthdays, do they play softball, do they bring their dogs into work, Um, you know, all of those various things, to me, help me decide if I'm going to do business with a certain business. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many battles I've had with clients
1: that want to post about their latest product every day. I'm like, that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. We're not going to post every day that this shirt is on sale for $10. Um, You're never going to engage anyone like that. So you're defeating the purpose of the entire Instagram account. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, those things, and there they that's something that you know your social media uh person can do or your community manager or even your intern can do um it is a service that we offer but if you are keeping that in house that's something that would constitute what falls under their position mm-hmm. because people that are running a business are like I don't have time to run around my office and take pictures of pets all day I'm working <laughs>
0: in a business mm-hmm. right um well, and and there's ways to tie the fun pictures in with business. Yes. You know, you you mentioned that the you know, maybe you've got a shirt, you know, you're you're selling shirts and you've got a shirt that is 10% off today. Well, have the dog wear it. Yes. Or, you know, say here's all of our employees, you know, at the at the birthday celebration yes. with their shirts on. You know, and so it, you make it fun yes. and that engages the people, you know, that the image catches their attention and then they go, "Oh, wait. That's on sale, yeah. um, you know maybe it's a restaurant, and you know rather than here is the catch of the day <laughs> or you know the the night special, right. show somebody actually enjoying yeah, it
1: show or you know
0: say, yeah here's here's our chef preparing it, it. you know all of those various things to make it interesting and make it stand out from the other people who just post you know specifically about the product, yeah,
1: definitely, and the other important thing about posting is that. You typically want to end the post with a call to action, um, just like you would anything else in business um, uh, with a question of some kind. It doesn't necessarily need to be do you want to buy this or what do Mm -hmm. you guys think about this new product? Would you like to Mm -hmm. see more of this? Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of your suggestions for content you would like to see on the Instagram account? Um, Those type of things get people involved. And Mm -hmm. this is another part of engagement. So the call to action is pretty important. I mean, you and I know that in our business, but sometimes with other businesses, they if they're not in the business of marketing or communications, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know what to say now. It's like, you know, give them a call to action.
0: Right. Well, and it's funny because what you just said, it really resonated with me because I always assumed on Instagram that there wasn't an interaction. You know, you mm-hmm. posted and that was it. So you're saying that people can comment, that they can ask questions. Um, you know, I, I, I realized that Instagram is owned by Facebook. And so that is, you know, that maybe that is part of why they have the comment section, but I honestly never knew that people could respond and, and comment on Instagram.
1: Absolutely. And that actually brings me to my next point is replying. That's a big part of mm-hmm. running your Instagram account. If someone posts a question in the comments, you need to be prepared to reply. So again, right. that's either going to be a service that your um, public relations firm offers to monitor mm-hmm. your accounts or again, your in-house social media manager. I, just the other day, I, I saw something on Instagram. It was a product I was interested in um, and I wanted to know if they were sold locally in Atlanta. So I asked them on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and they replied, not yet, right. but we will let you know. You know, so that type of, just a quick few word response, like, you know, mm-hmm. this is a, a, a brand that's alive. The question right. did not just go into the Internet world. Mm-hmm. They're
0: paying attention, and that's important to me. Right. Well, and it's funny because I've had the same discussion with my clients as to – what a timely response is. Mm -hmm. And, and I tell them, you know, they, they should always be monitoring. You know, you check in with your various social media sites several times a day. If it's something critical, you have to respond fairly quickly. Now, you know, I'm not saying that at two o'clock in the morning, if somebody posts something you need to respond, but if it is something that's fairly critical, you do need to respond right away. And for other queries, my kind of rule of thumb is about 24 hours. You know, if it's something that can wait till business hours or, you know, things like that, then, you know, I, I, I tell people, you know, respond within 24 hours. And sometimes your response may be, we've got your, you know, we, we've got your question. We'll provide the response soon. Yeah. You know, just so they know that, hello, there's someone there. There's someone there. We're paying attention. We care. We mm-hmm. value your opinion. Yeah. Right. You know, and and of course, when people ask questions, for the most part, you know, if they're asking a question of a business, they are wanting to spend money with you. And the worst thing is when you when you ignore them. You know, I've posted on Facebook pages on things like that, in essence, saying, hello, I would like to spend money with you. And they don't respond. Yes. To me, that's just like going into a business and being totally ignored. You know, I'm not going to walk in. And buy something from the rude salespeople unless it is something that I really need, and even at that, I still might think, you know, maybe I can go somewhere else.
1: Oh yeah, and I, I think that's a that I know for me, that's a big part of my job is still educating brands on the importance of this. People mm-hmm. are still looking at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter as as if they're these secondary, trivial little playthings, and I'm like, right. no, this is an opportunity for you to connect with your customer base. Mm-hmm. You have to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Well, I, right. I, I can't see paying somebody to post and it, okay, well, let me kind of break it down for you. Mm-hmm. I right. this is important because, again, people are on Facebook and Instagram all day long. Like you mentioned, right. you have to be where your customer is. So if people are on mm-hmm. these
0: platforms all day long and you are not, you are missing out. hmm well, and it's funny because I have the same conversation with, with people because business owners especially, and, and whether it's a solopreneur or a small business or even a fairly large business, they're busy. Yeah. And so they might not be on the social media sites, but they're not understanding that their consumers are. They're there, yeah. Yep, You know, and and that's why they have to be there and why it can't just be the, hey, I'm going to check my Instagram, my Facebook, my whatever once a week, once a month. Sure. I mean, the example
1: that I provided that I I could have probably gone on the website and and found if they were in um, Atlanta, but I was on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I was scrolling and I came across Mm -hmm. the post and I was interested in the product and I did not want to go to my browser and look up the website Mm -hmm. and look up the location.
0: I'm going to ask you here.
1: And luckily they Mm -hmm. replied. So now Mm -hmm. they're on my radar.
0: Yep. Yes. You know, and and it is about, you know, as as we said, that conversation with people, you know, people want to know what's going on. They want to ask, you know, they want to ask their questions. And it's so important, as you said, to have that call to action. It's funny, you know, people somehow seem to assume in a lot of cases that, first of all, that, that the customer will know, Hey, they should go to my website or, you know, all of those things. <laughs> and, and also people seem to think they need permission to share or to comment. It's funny right. on my blog, you know, there's always the comment section, but it wasn't until I put as, you know, almost the last sentence, please comment below that people started commenting. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah, there, and- that call to action.
1: It's the same with uh, email communication. You know, you think it's understood that if you send an email out that somebody will reply because you send Mm -hmm. them a message. That is not first thought to most people. If you put a call into action, I always close my emails with, please confirm by reply, Mm -hmm. um, because that lets me know that you got it. I don't know if this got lost somewhere. If you, you know, Mm -hmm. if you haven't replied, then, you know, we have an issue, but it's and that mm-hmm. it falls over into social media as well. And mm-hmm. blogging, when you put that, it's amazing how many more. And I actually learned that too from a personal blog that I'm attempting to launch is mm-hmm. when you put that one little sentence at the end, what are your thoughts or what do you
0: think? Right. People comment. I know. You know, and, and it is funny that they seem to think that they have to have permission, yeah. um, you know, and, and especially to share an image. Um, now, it, I know on Facebook, obviously, and, and on the other sites, we can share images. Can we share posts on Instagram? You can, actually. There,
1: are, there is a, an app called um, Repost, and that allows you to um, repost from your feed. So if you see an mm-hmm. image or a video that you're really interested in or that you would like to share with your followers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use this app to just it's a click of a button and you, okay. and it will repost to your feed and you can put your own comment at the bottom and share that. So, okay. so my make my makeup artist friends when they see demos of applications that they like, they can just repost and put their comment. This is a great way to do you know, a cat eye and they didn't have to shoot the video. They didn't have to edit the video. They're just Mm -hmm. using, and of course they're tagging and giving credit to the original person. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But yeah, you know, and and that's the other thing that I wanted to talk about is, is the photography of it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, People should be very, very mindful to be sparingly with filters. Okay. Filters are a huge deal in Instagram and for Mm -hmm. kind of your personal thing, you can make yourself look like, anything
0: or anybody, honestly. Well, and, and filters are kind of, in essence, toys. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. It can, you know, and, and we've got them on the various sites in, in a lot of ways where you can make it a black and white photo right. or, you know, all of those things. And, and and that is fun when we're posting, say, you know, the picture of when we went for a walk and we found pretty flowers. Right. But as a business. yes. That looks a little
1: weird sometimes. It does. It doesn't come off as professional. Um, color, mm-hmm. You know, slight color enhancement, especially if it's food or something um, mm-hmm. that's aesthetically appealing, that's okay if you want to kind of brighten a color. Um, but extreme light changes and things like that, it takes away from what it is that you're posting about. Again, we're mm-hmm. talking about professional accounts or, mm-hmm. you know, branding and that type of thing. Um, right. So the filter should be used sparingly. If you want to kind of refine a color, that's okay. But I, I advise my clients to stay away, from, stay away from the heavy airbrushed looks. Those are mm-hmm. getting really out of hand. Um, right. We all want to look younger, I guess, but when your Instagram photo of your headshot looks like somebody 20 years ago that doesn't read well. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, your it's, it's what I say. It's, it's truth in advertising, yeah. you know, and, and part of this is we kind of expect that the photo isn't perfect. Right. So then when it looks like it's really been redone, you're thinking, OK, are they hiding something? Right. You know, or, oh, my gosh, you know, this this we can't afford this. You know, you've gone to that other extreme. And I, that's probably one of the biggest things with all the smartphones now is, is, you know, you take videos, you take pictures with your phone. It's not going to be perfect. And that's OK. Exactly. You know, I, I go in sometimes. And, and like you said, I will, I will beef up the colors on some photos and you know maybe crop them, do some sure. things like that. But it's, I'm not changing the photo.
1: Yeah. You, you, I mean that, that defeats the whole purpose. There are apps where if you didn't have a stitch of makeup on, you can put a full mm-hmm. face on with click of a button. Oh. I think that's bizarre.
0: And right. It doesn't
1: read well professionally in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, I advise my clients to keep the filters to a minimum. Um, if you want to kind of sharpen an image, that's Okay. Or, again, enhance a color because you see flowers or there's a beautiful meal or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine.
0: But just be easy on the, the filters a bit. Right. And sometimes it's fun. Yeah. You know, there there are times where you can do it. You know, some of the things we've seen, you know, we, we talked about maybe, you know, that you, you sell shirts. Yes. So if you do the whole image in black and white and then you've got, say, that shirt in yellow and it's this pop of color, that might be kind of fun. But don't get carried away with it. You know, it's just use it every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be used all the time. Um,
1: Another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about is some people are like, well, I don't really know what the tone of my, of my content should be the copy. Okay. And So mm-hmm. that's something that we've worked with clients extensively on. If we take over their accounts, we take on the voice of the brand. We do not okay. post based on how Kelly brand communications culture is. Mm-hmm. We post based on what your culture is. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, if you're a fun, upbeat brand, your post should read this way. Don't try to make right. it sound like a corporate Um, shareholder uh, piece of paper, you know, just if you're a luxury brand, then your post should reflect that. Um, Of course, no profanity. Um, We always advise clients Mm -hmm. to not use profanity unless they are an extreme brand. And we haven't worked with anything like that. Right. Um, And again, it's a personal post. It should not read like an ad. So Mm -hmm. we always advise first person, you know, I, me, we, or mm-hmm. second
0: person you
1: mm-hmm. as if you're talking to your to your you
0: know. right yeah if, if I read Kelly brand communications as such I'm like really yeah, that's right. a little pompous Right.
1: <laughs> you know you have to make it more personal and make the reader want to feel a part of what you're presenting
0: mm-hmm yeah it's funny there's that is so true there's a person that I follow on Facebook and it's her personal page I know it is her personal page she always posts third person. Oh wow. And so it it does it comes across to me as either a somebody else is posting exactly. for her or b she's that pompous, you know, and and you know it's like the queen says, you know, and, and but you know if if she would just say hey, I've got this great thought for today or here's what I'm doing today, that's one thing, but you know it is very different when it is posted third person because it, it yeah it, my first thought was oh she's having somebody else post for exactly. her exactly which that's not right especially on a personal exactly. page now you know it's a little bit different sometimes on a business page and obviously it depends on the business but um you know it, it's it is something where you have to be so careful about that tone
1: a lot of times i've seen this especially with celebrity accounts um, mm-hmm. and you can tell when it's the actual celebrity posting and when they have right. a, another person. And, and you know, when it comes to that relationship, people are really turned off by reading posts that they think are coming from your manager or your, ha- mm-hmm. your celebrity. Right. Um, if you're gonna have an Instagram account, it's about as personal as it can get. So you either need to be posting yourself or mm-hmm. having someone again that can identify what the voice and the tone is of your brand and post
0: that way. Right. Because we're connecting with the person. Exactly. And, you know, and, and it is, in my view, it is okay for, for a third person to do it as long as you make sure that it's cl- clear that it's that third person. Sure. So it's, it's kind of that weird little gray area where, you know, if I'm posting for somebody else – you know, am I them? Am I me? Am I the brand? And it's it's all about just planning and making sure you have it down as to what you're going to do. Sure, and, and that's something also
1: I wanted to talk about. The an exception for that would be um especially in our business, there sometimes they will have um guest Instagrammers take over. Right. And there is ah. a the whole promotion in a the campaign that rolls out that way. So if I was going to have Um, a fellow public relations uh, associate post for the brand, maybe there's Mm -hmm. a special event going on and they're going representing Kelly Brand Communications, Mm -hmm. Um, we we let you know that. We'll put a post and say such and such is going to be taking over our Instagram for the next two days while they're at Coachella. Um, Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for post. And then they would Mm -hmm. post to our account, but it would be clearly articulated that it is them and Right. It would say, hi, this is Bob. I'm posting today, you know. But again, that goes back to the transparency aspect where we've let them know. We've let our audience know so they don't feel duped. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like we're trying to pull a fast one. They don't feel like, well, what just happened here? Who is this girl that is now posting for Kelly Brandcom? I don't understand what's mm-hmm. happening. We've made it all very transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to mention probably in the beginning is what is being posted should probably be a part of your social content calendar. The same as how you create for Facebook and Twitter, what you're going to post and when Um, kind of an idea, a rough draft an outline of what you're going to post on Instagram should be a part of that too. You Mm -hmm. know that you're going to be posting as part of a huge event. Well, that's on a calendar that's coming Mm -hmm. up. So you can put that on your social content calendar. You may not know exactly what you're going to see. I mean, you can't know that, but you have Mm -hmm. an idea of what you'll be doing. So you build your campaign around that and make sure that you're preparing your audience for big changes or big things that are coming up. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and I love the concept of that social calendar. And I I tell businesses, especially those that go, oh, my gosh, I don't have time to do this and or I don't know what to post. Mm -hmm. I say, you know, create that calendar so then, you know, okay, every Tuesday and Thursday we're going to do a frequently asked question. Every Wednesday we do, here's what's happening in the community, yes. you know, and, and then it's easier to get their head around, you know, and in many cases they can at least be thinking and creating the post far in advance. Uh, you know, maybe it is the frequently asked questions. Well, holy cow, you know, you could probably come up with a hundred for your business, sure. just sitting down with your salespeople or going through emails and seeing what people have asked. So you got that content already done and, and I've kind of shifted back from the using an application like Buffer or HootSuite Mm -hmm. and posting to everything simultaneously. I like posting every site specific. Um, And my philosophy on that, and and I know, you know, some people, they just don't have time. And so that's great. You know, you post. But for me, they're on each site for a different reason. And so I want to reflect that by how I write it. So, you know, for example, on Instagram, they're clearly there for the visuals. So you need to make sure that you're talking about in this picture you see, yada, yada, yada. Um, Facebook, they're there to be entertained. Definitely. LinkedIn, business, business, business. You know, they want to know what's the, – they do want to know what's in it for them, um, you know, and, and all of those things. So I have shifted back to doing individual posts for each site doesn't take me that much longer. You know, sometimes I start with cut and paste and then maybe reword it. But I find that I get a lot more interaction than when it's just the same post on every single uh, platform.
1: Absolutely. I agree. When we started Hootsuite um, was, when we started the company, um, Hootsuite was a huge tool that we used. And it served its purpose. But I agree that now we are getting to the point where, again, the same as it has trickled from people not being satisfied with you just kind of pushing a product on them, it's not very different than you pushing just, kind of generic content on them too. Mm -hmm. They want different things on different platforms. They go to Twitter for something. They go to Instagram for something else. Um, So we have also shied away from just kind of pumping out everything through Hootsuite. We do still occasionally post to to all platforms. Um, Usually when there's an event and we're promoting um, Mm ticket sales or things like that, that's kind of across the board. Um, But I agree with you 100%. Um, They go to different platforms for different things. So you have to give them Mm -hmm. what you have to give the people what they want. I mean, there's no getting around that. Things are going to shift in five years. It'll be something else. You Mm -hmm. have to be
0: able to swing with that. Right. Well, and that's actually one of my biggest pet peeves about Instagram. And this is just, you know, totally a personal pet peeve are the people who have automated it 100%. So when they post on Instagram, it goes in Facebook. And part of that is because hashtags – and we'll talk about hashtags Mm -hmm. in a second – hashtags are so important and so critical in Instagram. Well, then when they go into Facebook, it looks weird. You know, I I have a photographer friend who posts on Instagram – and she really <laughs> uses a lot of hashtags, and so then it comes into her Facebook account, and it really doesn't make sense, right? Um, because it's it, it, people are there for different things, and and it was funny. I started counting one time, and there was one post she did that had twenty Ooh, hashtags. That's a lot. <laughs> and to me, it just looked like all this gobbledygook, and you know all these various things, and they weren't hashtags really that pertained to Facebook. You know, clearly they were for Instagram. And so then it just didn't make sense. And I'm one of these people, I'm not a hashtag fan. I'm definitely not a hashtag fanatic. I do use them, you know, especially like at a conference or, you know, things like that. But explain to us, you know, what a hashtag is and why you really use them, you know, maybe even quite a bit in Instagram.
1: Sure. A hashtag is just a way to identify a specific you know trend or industry related topic so for example when we're posting from Kelly brand com, we use hashtags like branding public relations mm-hmm. marketing because that's what we do right. um, when I post from my personal Instagram which is a fashion blog I use fashion beauty style um, mm-hmm. because those are things that make sense um, it's a way for people to identify you and connect that are of like-minded industries. right um, so all, for example we do a motivation Monday every Monday and mm. that is a very popular hashtag mm-hmm. so at the start of the year we started putting out quotes from prominent business people or things like that and every Monday we get new followers every wow. single Monday we get several new followers and we're connected mm-hmm. with new people and so now we have an opportunity to build a relationship with these people because they know about us mm-hmm. um so hashtags are are viable. And I'll say this, there was a point in time where Facebook was trying to um, incorporate the hashtag, Right. And they've really kind of backed down from that. I was just going to say they that never really took off. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the social space is a fluid space. People try mm-hmm. things, it works, it doesn't work, you know, they abandon it. But they were for a minute because I think they probably recognized what you did is that if people are sharing directly from Instagram and they have all these hashtags, how can we make that work for Facebook? Can we make that work? Um,
0: mm-hmm. Because
1: otherwise, it's just a bunch of hashtags. And if you're not on Instagram, you're looking at your Facebook feed like, what is all this? Right. It looks like typos right. almost. What if- you know, hey, this person doesn't know how to write a sentence. So. <laughs> right. um, So it'll be interesting to see where that goes from from here on out. Will they make adjustments to either allow you to edit before you share to Facebook? Will it remove Mm -hmm. the hashtags altogether? That remains to be seen. As of now, I think it's just still a point where people are going to use them. I try to use the hashtags sparingly and only use related hashtags. Um, and, and, and another thing is that what we post from Kelly brand communications on Instagram that shares to, to our Facebook business page. So okay, we're okay. still in the realm of people that are interested in the product. Mm-hmm. I don't share right. everything that goes on Kelly brand com to my personal page. That mm-hmm. would be right. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. Hashtags are important though. It allows people to, to find you, like-minded people to find you. Um, So they they are useful, but people do abuse them for sure. Right. Well,
0: and my favorites are the people who just make them up. Yes. And it's like you don't understand. This is how people can sort and search. You know, so they're not going to look for Kelly's picks because they don't know who Kelly is. You know, but if it was, you know, Motivational Monday, yeah that they're going to look for and you know and, and i always i have to laugh when i can tell people have just simply made <laughs> up the hashtag in in order to to put in a hashtag it's like really you know okay whatever
1: yeah i mean and and you know again this goes back to your brand um it's funny you mentioned making up hashtags because uh the famous comedian kevin hart he is notorious for that but it works for his brand he's a comedian right. So mm-hmm. he makes up the most ridiculous, long hashtags you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But people have come to expect that from him. Right. Um, but that's his brand. We mm-hmm. would never just go on a tangent with, with hashtags on the business mm-hmm. page because it doesn't make sense
0: for us. Right. And it is funny every once in a while it when is. I see somebody who tries to make a sentence, <laughs> truly tries to make a sentence out of hashtags. I mean, that's when it's funny. It, it can get It can get kind of comical. Right, right. Now, here's something else that I did not know because I'm not on Instagram that just it totally surprised me again. It has a news feed kind of just like Facebook does. You follow other Instagram users. You see their posts. I don't know what what I thought Instagram was. Clearly, I just hadn't <laughs> researched it. But, you know, that to me was very interesting because you do. You follow other people. You see what they're posting. Absolutely. It, you know, it does come back to the, oh, my gosh, I only have so many hours in my day. But, you know, I tell people, so split it up, you know, spend 15 minutes on Facebook in the morning, spend 15 minutes on LinkedIn at lunch, you know, spin, you know, and and so now we're going to add in there, spend time on on Instagram also because it is, it does have different features, different people, you know, all sorts of things. And, and as a business, as you said, it is a different way to get your message across. Sure. And now uh, I think in the last few days, actually,
1: their explore page has changed now explore was always a way it create it kind of aggregates various posts usually based on people that you like so if i like if you had an instagram and i liked your page um i might see on the explore page um your sister's page or one of your Mm -hmm. client's pages even though we're not connected directly so Mm -hmm. that's their way of kind of pulling people together and trying to make those additional connections. Well, now in the last few days on the Explore page for Instagram, they've added trending tags at the top of the, the page. Oh, okay. So now you don't have to guess which trending. Similar to Twitter, you can mm-hmm. see, I'm looking here now, uh, hashtag 4th of July is trending, um, hashtag Jeff Gordon is, Gordon is trending. So if you are related in the the race car uh, you know, industry for whatever reason, whether it's your client, whether it's your hobby, what have you, you could click on that right away and be connected and tapped into what's going, who's talking about Jeff Gordon. Right. Right. What the heck's
0: going on? Exactly.
1: At? And then you, if you see a post that you like, maybe the image appeals to you, you click on that and you see that Hendrick Motorsports posted that. Well, I, I want to follow them, you know, so it's mm-hmm. just another way to connect us all together. And it's it's pretty amazing
0: what they come up with hmm. Well, now that does bring up a, a good question, though, and that's privacy settings. Yeah. You know, you mentioned maybe you would see, you know, uh, my friends posts or, or my sister's. Is there a way just like on Facebook that you've got public, you've got friends, you've got friends of friends? How does the privacy work on Instagram?
1: The privacy on Instagram is pretty straightforward. Um, your page is either public or it's private. Okay. Um, that's an argument that or not really an argument, but discussion I've had with clients in the past. If it is your business page, it is I, I do not advise making it private. Right. Um, right. It has to be. It public. has to be public because the process when you come across a page that's private, you have to essentially submit a request to be accepted. Okay. And then, you know, the person that you submitted it to has to approve and. It it just is not it doesn't work for the platform of Instagram. If you're on Instagram mm-hmm. for business, your page should be public. If you're on right, Instagram right. kinda of like Twitter. Yeah, like Twitter. It it just doesn't make sense. Whenever I come across business pages that are private, I'm immediately turned off. And mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm not gonna request you to see. Right. I I wanna see if you're even worth following and I don't want you mm-hmm. to accept me first and
0: then right. <laughs> And and you know clearly there are times where private you know and, and we're not talking personal but maybe it's a sales team, and and so they've got a private Instagram where they're sharing stuff there. Oh sure. But you know for the most part as as you said if it's a business page it needs to be public. Yeah. And you know and and folks get over thinking that your competitors are seeing your information. Oh, they yeah. are. Just get over it. You're looking at their stuff. Yeah. You know? So, you know, because that's the that's one of the things that I still have people tell me, especially on LinkedIn. Well, I don't want my competitors sure. to know what I'm doing. Sure. I'm sorry. They are. You know, they, they they can create an alias. There's all sorts of ways. Just get over it. Yeah. I mean, you and, and that goes back to creating your
1: social content calendar. Decide what type of content you're going to put out. Um, -hmm. you don't need to give away the secret recipe to whatever it is you're doing, but an an image of what it is you're doing, unless it's patented information or secret, private, it doesn't matter. Like Mm -hmm. you you can't hold every, you can't play that close to the chest. Right. Um, you have to put some stuff out there and, and it will be fine.
0: Mm hmm. Well, and that, that is a good argument also for having an actual social media policy where you tell, you know, your employees, whether they're, they're just your employees, you know, here's what you can post on your personal accounts. Um, You know, you cannot post company private information, you, you know, things like that. And then it's also a good thing for whoever is doing your social media posting. You know, maybe you can show the chef preparing the meal, but not so close up that people see the spices that they use or, you know, all those various things. Well, now it's it's so interesting
1: is because with social media, you have all these new rules now that were never before. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, what you can post and when you kind of have to be sure if you work for a company, they are now putting out kind of in their company packets, when you are hired, Mm -hmm. this is not allowed to be put out on social media. This is Mm -hmm. allowed. Um, So we're getting a little more clear cut on it. But it's just interesting to watch how things have changed over time. There was a period where people didn't know and people were going Mm -hmm. rogue and posting things. And then the companies Mm -hmm. had to kind of backpedal
0: like, okay And and then they went overboard. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody's social media policy one time that was 33 pages oh long. My. I mean, clearly their little corporate counsel had gotten a hold of it, and in essence, it said, you can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and there there are obviously industries that are regulated right. as to what they can and cannot say, and, and so that's, you know, that's a different conversation, but, you know, I've seen you know, people are, if they want to be on social media, they're going to be on social media, right. so telling them, you can't have a Facebook page. OK, you know, I had somebody come up to me one time and she is in one of those regulated industries. And she said, you know, her her business said that she could not be on Facebook at all in any way. Oh. So her account was in her dog's name. Oh, my. goodness! And I told her, sweetie, don't do that because they're not stupid. You know, they, they will figure it out right. and you could lose your job right. just because you wanted to be on Facebook. Of course, you know, they, they swung the other direction and they said, oh, good golly, that was really stupid. Um, you know, and, and so then they said, here's what you can and can't post right. on your accounts.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, trying to silence the whole thing doesn't work. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just, it's too far gone. If you thought you right. had some control over people being able to actually use their social media accounts, that's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it is okay as a company to create a policy and th- mm-hmm. that's actually something that we're working on going forward um, in-house right. is, is so that when oh, part of the onboarding process is this is part of your review and you need to mm-hmm. be mindful of what you're posting.
0: Right, right. Well, one of the things that, that I wanted to talk about, and I'm honestly not sure if we are going to have time, which is a good thing because then it just means I have you on again. Yay. You know, clearly on Instagram, if you have a product it's easy to use because you've got a thing that you're taking pictures of. Um, you know, whether it's that you've got a widget, you know, you've got a hotel, you've got, you know, fashion industry, there's all sorts of things there. But what the heck do people like me who have a, I'm a service company. How can I use Instagram? And and that probably is why I haven't used Instagram is like, ugh, what do I post? I, I, I'm asking the question that did I get asked all that? What the heck do I post? Sure. I think that
1: especially for in your industry, similar to mine, it's important to position yourself as a thought leader. So mm-hmm. quotes are great, it, providing inspiration, um, also your client information. And, and that's obviously got to be approved. But Fine. I use my, my um, company, social media platforms, especially Instagram, to promote client information, news, um, anything industry related, what's changing in social media, Mm-hmm. Um, so that allows you an opportunity to connect with other like-minded people that are interested in the same topics, mm-hmm. um, your company culture, what's the, what's a day in the life like for you? Oh. So then that gives you a personal aspect. People mm-hmm. get to know Deb career. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the number one question I have, people don't care what I ate for lunch. Okay. Well, if you provide a clever caption, um, Having a great meeting with a potential new client at this restaurant, This is mm-hmm. and it's a photo of the lunch, that's different than right. just I had right. a salad.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I think those are some of the things that you can certainly incorporate and, and get started on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and there's other things that I do, too. Um, you know, like say I have attended a, a, a business association, a trade meeting, Absolutely. something like that. Photos of that and quotes from those would be great, also. Definitely, when you're at events and um, quoting
1: and tagging those people, um, tagging the speaker, tagging the mm-hmm. event, um, making that connection using hashtags, but also the handles and those, so right. that you can connect with those parties on Instagram mm-hmm. as well.
0: Okay, you've convinced me. I need to go set up an Instagram yes. account, and and you know it is something where. If you're going to do it, so if I'm going to do it, I have to dedicate the time to do it. And that's the thing that I tell anyone is if you're not going to take the time, then don't do it. You know, we do want you to, but. If you're the person who posts once a month, no, Um, you know, or the person who never, as we were saying earlier, never responds to comments. Don't do it. But I will. I probably just, you know, my, my little toe will go in first to the pool. But I have a feeling I could like
1: Instagram. I think you will like Instagram. I think you'll be right at home on Instagram, honestly.
0: Perfect, perfect. Well, Kelly, one last time, tell people how they find you and connect with you online. Sure. We can be found at com. So that's
1: K-E-L-L-E-Y-B-R-A-N-D-C-O-M-M.com. And, of course, on our social media handles, it's Kellybrandcom. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Google+, Plus, LinkedIn.
0: Perfect, perfect. And I think what we need to do is maybe in a couple of months have you back on, because I will have set up my Instagram account and then I'm confused. so no problem. We'll, well, you know, this was 101. Now we're going to move into 201. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm really excited. Perfect. Great. Well, for those people who aren't connected with me online, it's pretty easy. You can just go to my website and all my social media links are there. It's just debcreer.com. So D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com. And until next week, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.